Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Take us anywhere with the iHeartRadio app. The TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1. And of course, ericasher.com. The podcast available on all the major podcasting platforms. Uh, Anchor is our home base, uh, but iHeart, all the all the major ones. You can catch our, our program usually 20 minutes after the show ends. We try to get that up for you. Or you can check it out at your leisure on one of the uh, podcasting platforms. Uh, tonight on the on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, you can check out Jude Young, who joined me this afternoon on the program. But we covered everything. Saints, LSU, Tulane, UNO, uh, Pelicans. Uh, it's tonight, 6 o'clock on WLAE-TV, 10 o'clock on The Deuce, uh, 9 o'clock Pelican Sports Television tomorrow night, 10 o'clock on LAE, 2 a.m. on The Deuce, and then 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, that is Saturday afternoon. 
All right, uh, this program is brought to you today by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, 739 Conti Bourbon. Uh, don't forget about Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Also, uh, Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. And, uh, of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Lake Villa, and Veterans and Mentory. All are open. All are open for lunch and dinner. The Oceana is open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And all are open seven days a week for you. All are open late. Uh, and all are ready for you to come in and get a fantastic meal. Great cocktails, incredible ambiance. Oh, man, look. Got to get out there and enjoy a meal at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Like Oceana Grill. Um, Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant by Everyday Dining by, the, by uh, TripAdvisor. They're open seven days a week, as mentioned. They got New Orleans Best Breakfast. You've got to check the breakfast out over at Oceana. If you are a breakfast aficionado, you love breakfast, you've got to make time to get down to the quarter and enjoy a great meal down at Oceana Grill. Uh, Oceana Grill. Breakfast is fantastic. Again, don't forget, Cajun Creole dishes at its finest for lunch and dinner. Incredible cocktails. I'm telling you, the mixologists are out of sight at all of their restaurants, but especially Oceana Grill. You can dine in an authentic French Quarter courtyard. Five private rooms. Now that, again, Folks are getting out about and having parties once again uh, that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests. You can dine there, have your next event, and you just steps off Bourbon Street. It's fantastic. Family-friendly. Also, again, a place where you can bring your friends, uh, maybe date night. Uh, and remember, they're doing construction on Conti Street now between Royal and Bourbon, but there is a way into, into Oceana Grill. Make your way there. Oceana Grill. You can check out their menu at Oceanagrill.com. Order online for delivery. Everything you need to know about Oceana is at Oceanagrill.com. Proud sponsor of this program, uh, man, for almost a couple decades now. You know, it's been a while, that's for sure. Uh, on the program today, Gary Smith of uh, Noel.com, Wave Report, and The Advocate uh, will join us in just a couple seconds on the program. Uh, that will be followed by Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports talking Saints. And then we'll follow that up with Lenny Van Gilder giving us an update on what's happening with um, uh, the LSU Tigers. They travel to Knoxville for the um, Super Regional. And then we'll finish up with Ali Cassell breaking down who the Pelicans may be looking for in the draft and, again, what they can do in free agency uh, to be able to make this team better. All that happening on today's program. Boy, there's a lot going on today as well, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and I'm going to run through it very, very quickly for you. Uh, but a lot of breaking news today. First of all, uh, pending approval by the College Football Playoff Committee and, and, and presidents. It looks like that uh, the uh, NCAA, Division One as we know it, right, uh, is going to uh, go to a 12-team playoff in football. Uh, we'll talk more about that as we go forward on today's program. Uh, the Louisiana legislature has, has approved sports betting. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is the most wide-open sports betting uh, uh, bill that uh, 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 a law that is that has been uh, that is definitely in the South, but one in the nation, which includes kiosks, mobile betting. Uh, there's 20 licenses that are going to go to racetracks and also to, um, uh, to to casinos, but also the Louisiana Lottery is going to be involved in this. Uh, I mean, it is far-reaching, and as liberal of a bill, and again, when you, you say liberal, all of a sudden people think you're not liberal and conservative. Honestly, as liberal of a bill as I've ever been uh, when it comes to sports betting, and I'm shocked. I'm shocked they went all the way. They dove all the way in the deep end on this one, and uh, it's, it's about time. It's only taken three to four years to get this done, but it should happen by the fall. We'll get into that a little bit later on the program. And it looks like Kevin O'Sullivan, uh, the Florida head coach, uh, has pulled out a consideration for the LSU job. Pat Casey continues to be the front runner there. Without further ado, let's bring on um, our, our good friend uh, from the Wave Report and also from uh, NOLA.com. I'm sorry? Okay. Uh, we're still waiting on, um, on Gary Smith. That allowed me to go into uh, the proposal for the college football playoff. 
Uh, the proposal calls for a bracket to include the six highest uh, conference champions and the six highest ranked teams to be determined by the college football selection, uh, playoff selection committee. Now, no conference would qualify automatically, and there would be uh, no, num- no limit on the number of participants per conference. Under the proposal for a 12-team format, the four highest-ranked uh, uh, conference champions will be seeded one to four, and they will receive a first-round bye. Teams 5 through 12 would play each other in the first round on a home field of the higher-ranked team. The quarterfinals and the semifinals would be played in bowl games, and the national championship would remain on a neutral, sti- a neutral site. That's good news for New Orleans, by the way. First-round games would take place on campus sometime during a two-week period following the conference championship games. The quarterfinals would be played on January 1st or 2nd when New Year's Day falls on a Sunday or an adjacent day. Now, under this proposal, Notre Dame and other independents would not be eligible for a bye because they cannot win a conference title. Uh, again, now, if this group in Chicago next week reaches a consensus, it was going to present a plan to, again, uh, 11 presidents and chancellors who's going to make up the college football playoffs board of managers at a meeting in Dallas on, on June the 22nd. If the board of managers approves the plan, then the commissioners uh, will, will, will use this summer to figure out how to implement the plan and when. There's another meeting that's also scheduled for September of this year. Any changes to the format will be made by the presidents and the chancellor, uh, all the chancellors, and then the, the playoff will, will not expand this year or next But the, the, because the current 12-year agreement runs through 2025-2026. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the working group did not include any potential dates for the implementation of the recommendation, but the timing of the, of the, of the implementation will be decided by the presidents later because of ongoing contracts with bowl games, uh, networks, etc. So, again, that's one of the reasons why it may be delayed a bit. But, again, if they're being ambitious, they're looking at the end of the 2023 season. Uh, it may not happen until maybe 2024, but there will be an expanded playoff, and I think that's great for college football. And it's great for the Tulane Green Wave as well. And we're going to talk to Gary Smith now of the Wave Report, Noel.com, and also the Times Picking You. Uh, Gary, welcome to the show. You heard me talking about that. Yeah. Looks like, again, we're going to move to a 12-team uh, uh, playoff in college football. And, now again, the group of five must be throwing a party right now. No, they are because people have been wanting access. I'm a contrarian on this, Eric. I know I'm going to disagree with you, and I'm I'm okay with that because I don't I don't even want to talk about. I, I actually I'll talk about it on the show because I get I get people so angry. I'm I'm anti-playoff in general. I think most of the games are garbage and boring, and um and I know people just you put the word P in front of it and people get excited automatically. But I yeah, but but definitely when you take it from the group of five perspective, it's a big deal because they've wanted access for for years and years and yes. been denied access, and now. You're gonna. There, there will be a, if 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 it's a 12-team playoff, it's an almost certainty that the winner of the American Athletic Conference would be able to. to I would assume would be able to be in the playoffs, and and, and that's what these and, and that's what I mean. UCF was crying about this for years and deservedly so. So that part of it is tremendous for the, for for any team that's not in the top power structure in college. No, no doubt, it it, it, it evens the playing field somewhat. Now, look, you can still have a situation yeah. where yeah. Uh, the big boys are getting multiple teams in. Where again, you have the big conference putting multiple teams in, and it maybe shuts out again some of the smaller schools. Yeah. But this opens up the door for the opportunity for the group of five, uh, or again a, a smaller conference that has a team that has a great year uh, to be able to again sneak into this playoff format. Yeah, I'm skeptical as to whether any of these teams are actually ever going to have a chance to 
football is just a different sport than the other sports. It's an incredibly physically demanding sport. I'm worried that now injuries will become the deciding factor in, in, in who wins. One of these teams' quarterbacks is going to go down. But, uh, but again, from the perspective of the group of five, I, I, I totally understand um, these teams have been crying for a chance to, to show what they can do. I, I, in college football, I mean, <laughs> the, the, the rich get richer all the time in football. Um, and, and, and for the most part, the best players do play for the, the power power schools. So the chance of an upset is so much slimmer in football than it is in, in, in any other sport. But the frustration level has been getting so high where I know, I know a lot of people have just been turned off and sickened by college football because they don't feel like teams get a fair shot. And that's, bad, and that's a bad look for the sport when you have a lot of people who think the whole thing is basically just a joke in, in its setup. And without expanding the playoffs, you're never going to bring those people back into the fold. <laughs> Let's shift gears to Tulane and, and UNO, and let's talk about Tulane first. Uh, what, what is the situation with Coach Jewett? Have you, have you found out anything else yet? Uh, is, is he going to sign another contract? I, I assume so. No, I, I, have I found anything since we last talked? No, in terms of has he, he has not received a contract extension any, any, to this point. I, I, again, have never heard any – I have had nothing of any inkling whatsoever that he wasn't going to be back this year, and that was – and at no time this year did I ever hear that that was in question once Tulane was having a pretty decent season on the field. If Tulane had tanked this year, it would have been a different story. Um, does that mean – again, does that mean it's guaranteed that he's going to be back? Nothing's guaranteed until it actually – happens officially but uh i am assuming i'm not, i've been I've, I've received no information whatsoever that Tulane is, is planning on making a change at the top when you talk about recruiting for this next upcoming team for the Tulane baseball team how are they doing and again how yeah. do you think that uh, the the uncertainty That's, right now will affect recruiting i'll have to be honest with you I, I cover a lot of sports and do it thoroughly baseball is not one of the areas that first of all that recruiting class is already is already in um, yes. In fact, when, when Rick Jones was coach and, and even when David Pierce was coach, Tulane used to announce their signing class a year and a half ahead of time <laughs> um, <laughs> for, for baseball. Jewett doesn't believe in doing that because at the last minute things can change and he just doesn't want any information getting out of there that turns out not to be accurate. If you look back, the, the, the time in between they announced signing classes from the last year of David Pierce and the first year of, of Jewett was a year and nine months. <laughs> From when, because he releases his signing class about a month before the season, before the fall practice is going to start. Um, I just don't follow baseball recruiting that heavily. I do know, but I certainly have checked into it a little bit just to find out what other people are saying. And they, they, I, I wouldn't say they're they're doing great on the recruiting circle, but they're not doing terribly either. They've definitely gotten better under Jewett as he's as he's gone along. This last class he brought in um, was ranked in the top forty in the country, and it turned out to be a lot better than that. Um, but they're not they're not they're not killing it on the recruiting circuit by any means. But they're also doing better than they did in, in Jewett's early years, and they're doing better than they did in David Pierce's two years as coach too on the recruiting circuit. Obviously, that recruiting hadn't been enough to get them back to a regional and that's the baseline that, that they're looking at so um that you know we'll, we'll find out on that side any updates on Tulane football for the audience nothing at this point other than that they had a they had a tremendously successful um recruiting visitors weekend um last weekend it was the first weekend in, in over a year since the pandemic that uh schools were allowed to bring prospects on campus and Tulane had 29 
prospects on campus, four of whom have already committed to Tulane, um, and and a lot of big timers in that group. Some a couple of four stars, a bunch of three stars, um, one you know some with some big offers, others with with with, with lesser offers. But uh, it, it was compared to what Tulane did even five ten years ago. If you look at the list, a lot of times, let's put it this way, a lot of times when they'd have recruiting visitors, I'd have to create a profile for them on the Rivals.com account because nobody else is recruiting those players. <laughs> Not one guy that came in of their 29 players that visited didn't already have a profile up on Rivals.com. They're, they're, they're swimming in, 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 in much more fertile um, recruiting circles than they, than they were when, when Willie Fritz arrived. UNO again. Baseball season has concluded. Um, again, most people feel like Blake Dean did a Blake Dean did a great job. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts on the Privateers? Yeah, again, he finished second in in a conference in which Tulane had, I mean, which UNO had not finished higher than eighth in since 2009. That pretty much tells you the job he did. And I ask again, I don't really think their team was that much more talented this year than they were in his other years. But he he, he found a way to get them to win in conference, and it was hard because. They they played four game conference schedules on every weekend and, and 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 at the Southland Conference it's tough to have the pitching depth to play four games in three days and UNO was able to successfully navigate it well enough to finish second in the league they did not have the conference tournament that they were hoping to they went one and two in, in, in Hammond and, they, and their 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 pitching weaknesses finally caught up with them in that tournament but uh, again you look at where that program was when Blake Dean took over I think they had gone. They barely won more than 10 games one of the two years before he took over. And where he has them now, they're on very solid footing. And, and, and I believe they're going to be a contender to win that conference every year with the league going down to 18 starting next yeah. year. Final question for you, Gary. Again, this is uh, again you, you watch a lot of college baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, LSU heading up to Tennessee. Your thoughts on the Tigers in, in, in yeah. the Tennessee Regional against the Vols? I, I was very surprised that they won in Oregon. And, and let me, this is how impressive that was. There were eight teams that had to win two games um, to win a regional coming out of the loser's bracket that won the first game um, this past weekend. LSU was one of only two that was able to finish the deal and win the second game. And the other one that did it was Virginia against Old Dominion in a regional played in Columbia, South Carolina. So they weren't having to deal with any hostile crowd or anything else. LSU went to Oregon, which had been a top 15 team all year long, and, and, and got it done after losing their first game. It is so hard to win a regional after you lose your first game. And LSU hadn't even been a very good team this year. Mm-hmm. It tells you a lot about the pride in putting on that Tiger uniform and the history of that program and playing for for Palmineri that LSU was able to come out of that loser's bracket and win. I do not like their chances against Tennessee, but what do I know? I didn't like their chances going to Oregon. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, let's put it this way. The pressure's all on Tennessee. Tennessee was, is not used to being in this position. They're, mm-hmm. they, have, they have a powerhouse program this year, but they have not been good for a long, long time. And boy, is there going to be a lot of pressure on them to, to finish the deal against LSU. And LSU's playing with house money in that yes. series. So that, just, that alone gives LSU a chance. Yeah, I, I agree 100% uh, with, again, the pressure being on Tennessee, no doubt about it. Gary, tell us about what you got coming up for us uh, in, in the paper, online, and, of course, uh, your, your fantastic site, The Wave Report, and how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, I've actually been to the siesta after the Tulane baseball season uh, ended. I've basically taken a two-week vacation that is that is ending <laughs> now on my, my website, uh, and I'm, although I, I definitely took the time to list every each and every individual that appeared at, at, as on Tulane's visitors list last weekend. Um, but hey, we're less than 100 days away from the beginning from that Oklahoma game in football season. So there's tons of tons of coverage previewing the season, everything else on the wave report.com, Tulane.rivals.com. 
Not a whole lot coming up for the advocate right, um, right now. Um, just not not much going on with Tulane. Obviously, following the if, if Travis Jewett gets an extension, if there's any news to report there, if some of these if if, if some of these freshmen decide to leave the program, which I've heard nothing that they are, but mm-hmm. everybody gets a free transfer. You'll see an update on that as sure. soon as it happens. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for your time today. Thank, thanks for having me on the show. That's uh, at Gareth Smith on um, on Twitter. Hey, don't forget about my friend Dave. Dave Miet Insurance. Again, uh, time for an insurance checkup. Make sure you got sufficient coverage uh, for the upcoming hurricane season. If you're looking for a company you can trust, a company that has your back when it comes to insurance, and a company that can, again, search over 50 companies to get you the best price uh, for your insurance policy. A guy that's going to sit down with you and going to work through your policy to make sure, again, that you are sufficiently covered for the upcoming hurricane season. I mean, that's huge. Uh, again, uh, all you got to do is call my friend Dave Miet, 556-0809. You want to save, you call Dave. D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com is the uh, website. It's a one-stop shop for you when it comes to insurance needs. Or you can set up an appointment on his um, uh, at his uh, office on Veterans Next to Shogun. It's pretty easy, folks. Yeah, if, if you want to save when it comes to insurance, you want to make sure you've got an insurance agent that, that, again, has you. And, again, your, your needs are uh, 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 number one. If you want to save, you call Dave, 504-556-0809. Dave Miet Insurance. This report is sponsored by SmartMouth, the only 24-hour mouthwash with twice daily use. If you talk to someone and they jump back because of your breath, you need SmartMouth, the 24-hour mouthwash. You want to turn heads, but not like that. SmartMouth is the only mouthwash that can provide 24-hour fresh breath when used twice a day. Pick up a bottle of SmartMouth today or visit SmartMouth.com. Delays remain solid if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Also look out for delays that are solid on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal, and then delays pick back up from Causeway to just past Clearview. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are solid from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge, and on the westbound side from, from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. I'm Ed Robinson. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenueharahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 Four seven nine two. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle hi folks trust is what burkhart air conditioning and heating is all about take it from me eric asher if your ac ever fails you can trust burkhart to be there quick get you back up and running if you need a new ac 
Trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery. Also, don't forget about Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant and the Hideout Bar, all part of the Oceana family of restaurants. Get out there and enjoy a great meal. A few cocktails over the Oceana family of restaurants. Uh, some really good news for those that have been looking to uh, be able to gamble on sports here in the state of Louisiana. Uh, the most far-reaching bill that I have seen in the South was passed by the Louisiana legislature. And uh, today the fiscal note was passed. The regulatory part of the bill was passed. Uh, and that heads to Governor Don- John Bell Edwards' desk where he's expected to sign uh, the measure. Now, Voters in, 60, in 55 of 64 parishes have agreed to allow sports betting on live-action games. Uh, now, uh, the, uh, b- both the uh, rules and the tax rates now have been set uh, by the legislature so we can move on after, again, waiting on this for years. Uh, there are 20 licenses for sportsbook operators, uh, when, and the casinos and racetracks are going to give them the, the first chance to be able to get those licenses. If the casinos and the racetracks don't seek the license by January 1st of next year, uh, that means fantasy sports sports betting operators and video poker establishments in the parishes where sports wagering is legal will be eligible to apply for the license. Now, any operator that gets a license to conduct sports betting on site uh, can do wagering through a website or a mobile app. That is huge. Okay. Uh, that, that was, that, that's something that no one else in the South is doing, website or mobile app. Uh, the Louisiana Lottery Corporation will also operate its own sports book through an online site, online site and also a mobile app. They'll also have kiosk locations set up in bars, restaurants that can serve alcohol. Amazing, okay? Um, now, again, you have to be 21 or older to be able to set up a bet. You have to set up an account with a sports betting operator in your state. No bets can be placed on high school or youth sport event, sporting events. And, of course, athletes, coaches, and referees cannot bet on the sporting events in which they're involved. Uh, now, again, people that live that lives in the parishes that did not approve sports betting, remember, we do this on a local option election. So, again, your, uh, your, your parish may not want it, but the parish next to you may want, may want it. You have the ability to, again, place a wager in the parish where, again, sports betting is legalized. Uh, the state will... will uh, We'll, have, we'll uh, get the, the proceeds of sports betting from the operators will be a 10% tax collected on the wagering on on-site locations, a 15% tax on wagering through the mobile apps and the electronic devices, and sports, sports betting operators will also be charged application and licensing fees. Now, again, the tax and measuring, uh, the, the, Edwards already signed the, the tax and, and, uh, and, and fee measure into law. Uh, now we're going to see again uh, with, with the, the, the last bit of this is expected to be signed by the governor. Uh, and you will be able to place a bet on your phone, uh, on a website, uh, at your favorite bar, through the Louisiana Lottery, or through any of, again, the, uh, the uh, casinos and, uh, and horse racing uh, uh, establishments uh, throughout the, the state. Now, look, right now, think about this for a second. I think it's Hollywood Casino in Shreveport. Uh, they're, they're trying to move that boat to Slidell, 
Well, one of the reasons why sports betting. Uh, again, they want to build this big, big uh, complex uh, just as you get, all, uh, get over the uh, uh, Lake Pontchartrain in, into, into the North Shore. And, of course, one of the things, reason why is because the opportunity to be able to have some sports betting uh, there as well. This is much more uh, uh, expansive than what we see in Mississippi. And uh, can I give the legislature, which I normally do not, a round of applause? It took them a while to get there, uh, but it looks like they've done it right. Uh, and congratulations, those that have been calling me and emailing me and texting me and been asking me for the last three years when they can do their fantasy gaming, when they can do their sports betting, you'll probably be able to do it by this fall. Uh, so, again, looking forward to, to that as well. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, going to be joined by Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports. I want to remind everybody about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If your AC breaks down, don't sweat it. I'll just tell you right now, don't sweat it. Burkhardt has you covered. Uh, again, uh, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. And uh, more than anything else, folks, a company you can trust. Uh, they'll get to you quickly. They'll do only the job, only the work that's necessary. And uh, taking care of, of you like they take care of one of their own. Uh, after all, again, they treat their, their clients like family. One of the reasons why they've grown from a small company in St. Bernard Parish to this mega company now uh, that has 15 trucks that reaches the entire metropolitan area. Uh, only doing the job that's necessary. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, that's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambos, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon and restaurant. So good. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, 
also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Hi, this is Jack Rizzuto, inviting you to our all-new delicious pizzeria in Gretna on the West Bank. At Rizzuto's Pizzeria, you'll enjoy incredible Neapolitan-style pizza and delicious family recipes that have been in our family for years, like our delicious meatballs. Our restaurant offers both dine-in and take-out and features a family-friendly atmosphere. Plus, you'll love our specials, like our wine Wednesday and steaks on Thursday. For the best pizza on the West Bank, it's Rizzuto's Pizzeria, 2020 Bell Chase Highway in Gretna. All hit all the time. Let's go commercial free. Even though saying we're going commercial free is technically a commercial for this station. When I say commercial free, I mean no commercials from our sponsors. But saying that is still a commercial of sorts, just to be clear. Okay, now I'm confused. Let's go commercial free. Except for this message about how we're going commercial free. Maybe commercials about going commercial free just need a Snickers. Snickers satisfies. Shop JCPenney's Friends and Family Sale now through Sunday and make way for Father's Day. Save big with an extra 30% off coupon and up to 50% off across the store. Score the hottest styles, plus find the perfect gift for your guy. Get select grilling tools, novelty gift sets, and more for 50% off. Or make Dad's Day with select Levi's Summer Apparel, now 30% off. Get ready to celebrate one rad dad with JCPenney. Offers and coupon valid through 613. Some exclusions apply. Levi's excluded from coupon. Levi's offer ends 620. See store or jcp.com for details. Welcome back, folks. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks so much for being there. Don't forget, uh, again, our program today is brought to you by the Oceana Family Grove Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Mambo's, and Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street, open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. First of all, you can sit down right in front of those picture windows that overlook the, 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 the craziness of Bourbon Street, do a little people watching. Uh, have, a, have a cocktail, uh, have, again, uh, one of our great uh, Cajun Creole cuisine uh, items off the menu. Uh, you can dine in, in, in our beautiful courtyard. Uh, dining rooms are fantastic. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to be able to dine or have your next event. A lot of folks getting events together, right? Doing it on a Bourbon Street balcony. Uh, of course, uh, you can uh, also in, enjoy, again, uh, uh, your, uh, a great cocktail and, again, a place where you can bring your friends, your family for a wonderful dining experience. It's perfect for date night as well. Uh, you can order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. That's nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. All right, let's bring on Sean Mazan of Fox 8 Sports, who usually joins us uh, on a Wednesday, but he's doing a little, little, little help for us here on a Thursday uh, after being uh, kind of jammed up yesterday. Sean, how you doing, bud? Doing great. How are you? Doing fantastic, my friend. Boy, there's so much going on right now. Between the time I got off the TV show to the time I'm getting set up for the radio show, things are coming for, really coming at us fast. First of all, can I ask your thoughts on the possibility of the expansion uh, to a 12-game playoff in college football? What are your thoughts? I like it. I mean, um, you know, the four-game format was a step in the right direction. Um, to go 12 uh, more conference champions, more at-large teams, a bigger pool, and you know, fans of football, I enjoy it. Uh, I would be curious to know how the, the, the scheduling would break down. I'm sure they play that first round, first round of games somewhere in December. I know they want to keep that January first uh, weekend as college football, and obviously you have the semifinals and the and the national championship sometime in January. Uh, mm-hmm. But I mean. I like it. I mean, I'm just a huge fan of college football. So, sure. um, if you can make that postseason tournament even more, you know, even bigger, uh, I, I, I'm not against it. Now, I, I obviously have to work out logistics and 
it's very curious how you manage a roster uh, on certain teams when you're playing that many games, which could be, in essence, I mean, some teams, you know, 16 games, which would be mm-hmm. almost an NFL season. Yes. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, as a fan, I don't see how that's a bad thing. Uh, more more our games in a bigger playoff. It, it is long overdue, in my opinion. Long overdue. Uh, again, the, and and it gives the pod, it gives the the group of five an opportunity to have a have a, a team in there or teams in there as well. Uh, so it kind of doesn't it doesn't say it evens the playing field, but again, it opens up more opportunities. Yeah, I mean exactly, and you know, get yourself in the tournament. As Sean Payton says, you never know what will yep. happen, and who knows what could happen uh, if one of those types of teams get in there and they get red hot, and it's just one of those outlier years where they just the, the, the talent and depth match up. Um, but at least now they have the opportunity um, to compete. And I guess it would be, if this were rather or approved, it would be after the 2023 regular season. So mm-hmm. a couple more years with the Final Four format, I guess you'd say, and then also the 12-team format most likely. Yep, no doubt. Uh, let's talk a little LSU before we talk some Saints. Uh, the, the Tigers go up to Eugene. they got to go through the loser's bracket. They get all the way through the loser's bracket, beat Oregon twice, and, and win the regional championship. Your, thought on what ha- your thoughts on what happened last weekend? What a run. I mean, what a rally. I mean, an absolute – I mean, just I – mean, they looked they looked awful in that first game. No runs scored. And to have to survive Central Connecticut State and all of a sudden to run and make that run through, you know, Gonzaga again and obviously having to beat uh, Oregon and to, to an incredible way to, to, to finish that regional. And every piece of that team played a role it wasn't like it was all hitting it wasn't like it was all pitching it was they had to come together and really it was a scrappy effort a gutsy effort um and look there were mistakes made there was bad coaching good coaching uh errors all there was a little bit of everything in that final game but you know they were the last team standing and they they earned it and they went through it the hard way and yet you know i said it a couple weeks ago Mm-hmm. This is a very rare opportunity where they they they're in the postseason but they can let it rip play with house money because you know, the pressure was was off of them. And um, here they are, going to Knoxville, and you have to at least say they got a chance against a familiar foe, uh, and you're already at the, and playing with a lot more confidence than you had it, mm-hmm. say, towards the end of the regular season. Do you like the Tigers this weekend in Knoxville? I, I, I'm not going to bet against them. I mean, I, I think Knoxville, or, I mean, excuse me, Tennessee had the better season. Do they have the better team? Baseball is a funny game. Do they play the best? You have to play the best. Uh, it's not always just the better team uh, that wins. I think if LSU can get some consistency pitching and the bats stay on fire and the bats keep keep rolling, I think they got themselves a chance. But it's going to be both, right? You're not, they're not just going to win with pitching or just going to win with offense. I think they're going to have to complement each other uh, to get through the Super Regional. Kevin O'Sullivan has pulled his name out of consideration for the LSU head coaching job. Uh, it looks like Pat Casey is the odds-on favorite here. Talk a little bit about, about this search. Interesting. Um, from what I understand, O'Sullivan was red hot early in the process and tailed, you know, kind of tailed off towards the end. Um, I know he was the one that, um, you know, the, the LSU was, was certainly high on. It's not going to be that, apparently. That case is interesting, man. And in the way it was, it's been reported, I wonder if this is almost testing the temperature on this a little bit to see what the reaction mm. would be. He's got a great mm. resume, there's no doubt, but He's yes. a guy north of 60, just like Paul Maneri. How long could you yep. realistically 62. have a guy north of 60 um, coming to a new place, new environment, new part of the country at his age? I mean, how much energy could he have? I guess he could, you know, kind of reinvigorate himself a little bit. But 
that's a little bit of a challenge. So if you're asking me if I think it's a good hire, I I, I think there would be better options. But, you know, Woodward, however it's going to play out, is going to play out. But when I saw that report yesterday, I was like, hmm, well, that's a name I, I didn't was not yep. expecting. Especially if I don't think anybody was. So interesting. So, yep, no doubt. Let's talk some. Let's talk some Saints. Uh, yesterday, Marshawn Lattimore restructured his ten point two million dollar deal uh, on, on, in terms of the fifth fifth year option, uh, base salary of nine hundred ninety nine ninety thousand dollars, and uh, then signed had four votable years put on that uh, on that contract one hundred twenty million. Much like again we saw with Taysom Hill, that gives the uh, team the opportunity to sign their draft class and have some money left over to possibly again sign uh, uh, some veterans. Uh, look, he talked about. About the fact that he's the best corner in the NFL, I'm wondering how the Saints are going to play this. Are, are they going to now look at this and say maybe he's a candidate for a franchise tag next year, or again, is this a situation where they're going to move forward and, and try to sign him uh, before the end of this season? What do you think is going to happen there? I think they want him back. Um, you know, do they want to pay him top of the cornerback market money? That, I, I think that's where the, the – uh, the issue, if you want to call it that, is um, I also think this, the precedent here is to not necessarily, especially with their superstar guys, those, those near top of the you know, money contract deals, it takes some time. I mean, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, I mean, it, it doesn't happen right away. Um, and, you know, Mickey can be as painfully patient um, as anybody uh, in the NFL. Um, and they were able to – Somehow, some way, able to create just enough space to get the other things they need to get done priority-wise with their draft class. I mean, God bless this voidable year thing, which they have used that loophole to their advantage. I mean, it's unbelievable how much uh, they've been able to use that to create space. But I think ultimately a deal gets done because I think they have him in their future plans. Um, I, I think they understand, especially today's NFL, their shutdown corners um, are, are not easy to find, and you need mm-hmm. them. And if when you have one, you have to keep that player – um, I don't know if they overpay for him, but I do. They could draft stru- in the structure that can make it look like it's a, you know, top top cornerback money. I, I don't know, but um, I, I think a deal gets done eventually. So if it's not done right now, there's precedent for it getting done later in training camp and, and close to the season. Ryan Ramshack declined to talk anything about a, a contract, uh, but again, he's a he's in a situation where I think he's looking for the for again top tackle money again left or right tackle etc. Toronto Armstead is an unrestricted free agent next year. Your thoughts on the future of Ramshack and his contract? Well, to me, the most important thing he said was he's not holding out. That's huge. Um, so they're not going to have a holdout in training camp, which could potentially be a distraction and could potentially lead to you know just uh, just division and issues that don't necessarily need to be there. So, um, you know, that we've said many a times, I thought this was the, the pretty, the straightest path to getting a deal done. Um, you can make a case that discrepancy is, is right tackle money versus overall tackle money. Um, hopefully this deal gets done because he's been very clean just in terms of uh, durability, overall consistency, and obviously production and the ability you know, to play both sides as well. So um, hopefully that gets done as well. But like I said, I mean, that's a lot of big-time extensions that have to get done. So, I mean, if, if it doesn't get done right away, I mean, there's precedent for it takes some time. Can they afford both Ramshack and Armstead? Uh, maybe for one year. Because you may got to remember the first year of any extension, provided mm-hmm. it gets done, uh, yes. the, that cap it would be extremely low. Um, and they already do have a high cap number between both of them right now. Uh, mm-hmm. When you look at the way the books are structured. So, um, by the time an extension with the money, with the cap money would, would, would increase, I don't think both guys would be on, uh, on the payroll at that point. 
Interesting comments by, by uh, Cesar Ruiz yesterday about the guard position. Almost like he was kind of playing in the dark last year, uh, playing the guard position for the first time. And, of course, we heard yesterday that he's going to stay at guard. McCoy will stay at center. It's a question we've been asking all offseason. Uh, your thoughts on what you heard? My thoughts are last offseason was very tough for him. He's very young, was very young last year, and it was hard to learn, especially that position, that position group. Um, he was learning a new position, um, not nearly as – uh, fluid or as uh, it didn't come to him as, as quickly as I guess possible as, as he thought it might be. Um, he struggled at times last year, but this year that there's clarity on where he's going to play. Clearly at some point last year, there, were, there was going to be some kind of cross training. It looks like right now they're sticking him at guard and keeping him there, which goes, leads me to believe that McCoy is just a better center. They believe, and it's just better. Both mm-hmm. guys want to play center, but McCoy right now is a better option at that spot. So they're going to make, uh, Ruiz transition to a guard as opposed to now having kind of two transitions, if you will, if you went from Ruiz to center and McCoy to guard. Now he would have to learn. So it's probably best to keep it as is. And uh, Ruiz has got to embrace it. He's got to get better. And I think an offseason with everyone, I think, will help him get better. So I, I expect a little bit of a rise in his game in year two. Trey Kirkpatrick uh, visited the Saints this week. Uh, it's getting really slim pickings in, in terms of the uh, corners that, that are on the free agent market. Your thoughts on, on Kirkpatrick? Uh, yeah, I went back and watched some film. Um, he's a bigger corner, but not too big where he can't, you know, where he's stiff. He's played man coverage. He can play zone coverage. Um, the games that I watched, I watched the Cowboys in the Seattle game. Uh, he did fairly well against Gallup and Amari Cooper. Um, Really struggled against a guy like Tyler Lockett, who played for, obviously, Seattle last year. Um, but you said it. I mean, at this stage of the game, what else is available? And I just I don't know if a blockbuster deal is coming. Obviously, that could be – like anything is possible, but I, can you really bank on that? I mean, blockbuster deals are hard. you got to give up a lot to get those uh, types of players. So you're really getting to the back end here where – you got to have something. You just cannot go into a season which you have penciled in right now on your depth chart. So a guy like Drake Kirkpatrick makes sense, in my opinion, just in mm-hmm. terms of fit, uh, experience. Uh, I think it's 13 career interceptions, if I'm not mistaken, or three picks last year. So he's a guy. Yeah, three picks last year, yes. So, I, I mean, I, at this stage of the game, I, I think it would be a nice fit, but I haven't been able to get any sort of new detail in terms of if he's, if he's signed with the team yet. Well, it's good. look, he had a $1.5 million deal last year with Arizona. Uh, the, the thought is that he's going to sign a veteran minimal deal, and that, that fits right in what the Saints are looking for right now. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to get a blockbuster, you know, a no. guy with uh, big-time contract aspirations. But a veteran corner, a pencil-ended starter, again, pencil-in. Maybe the rookie came up, can mm-hmm. surprise everybody and play. But right now, um, that, that's just what you have available to do the Saints. Zach Bond uh, uh, told the media he had injured his hamstring in camp last year. He said it slowed his progress. Now, they're, they're moving him to the will from the Sam. Your thoughts? A big jump, um, and in my opinion, a little, little concerning. Uh, I, don't, I don't know that's going to be as uh, seamless of a transition as they're making it out to be. He's played at the line of scrimmage his entire college and, and very short professional career when you talk about the Sam linebacker position. And then he was a pass rusher at Wisconsin, a straight-up pass rusher. Um, Weak side, you're off the line of scrimmage. You have a much wider view in terms of what you have to read. And now instead of coming upfield, you got to go sideline to sideline as well. And the big thing is coverage, coverage and coverage, especially in today's NFL. That's a big leap. That's going to be one of the top things I watch when I get to training camp in late July is can he truly make that transition? 
Just somebody's got to start next to Mario Davis. Is Bond that guy? I guess we'll find out. The players seem to be pretty happy with not having on-the-field work. Uh, again, they, they at least the, the company line is they're getting a lot from the classroom work. Is that the impression you got as you listened to the interviews this week? I mean, I guess. I'm not sure what they could have said. I really wish we would have had on-field work this week. I had, no one really, I guess, like you said, went away from what the, uh, the overall uh, theme was. I mean, I'm not sure yes. what they could have said. Um, but, look, I, I, I don't like it. I'll say it again. I think this team needed probably a little more on-field teamwork. They didn't get it. They've been doing some more specialized individual work on the field. I know it wasn't just going to be running and weightlifting, so they got some stuff on the field. But um, it is what it is at this point. They just they decided to go in a different direction, and uh, we'll see if it works out. I guess we'll find out uh, once the training camp rolls around and the season rolls around. No doubt about it, Sean. Tell us what you got, guys got uh, coming up on uh, Fox Eight Sports. Of course, all the great programming, your award-winning blog, and how they can follow you on social media. Yeah, it's Sean Bazan, Fox Eight on Twitter. Um, tonight we have Fox 8 Overtime with myself, Juan, and Jeff Duncan. And then Sunday night uh, we have the final play at 1030. So check it out. And the Yacht for the Rue blog on the uh, final play app. Yep, no doubt. Sean, thanks for the time. As always, my friend, we'll check in next week. All right. That's Sean Fazan of Fox 8 Sports. Hey, don't forget, if you're looking for a generator, man, you got to get generator sales are so hot right now. Uh, I want you, my friends at Burkhardt, to call. Uh, they'll come out, do a consultation with you, sit down, find out again what you're looking for in terms of generator, power up your home or your business when the electricity goes out. Uh, and then when they set the date, they'll come out to a single-day install for you. Uh, you worried about the cost? Financing available. You can you can uh, pay that over time when it comes to your generator. And, of course, a new install quality check after one month. Hey, folks, if you need service for your generator, 24-7, 365 emergency service. And, of course, all the parts you need for your generator fully is fully stocked at their warehouse in, in Mandeville. Uh, and, and if you've utilized your generator over 100 hours, before we get into this next storm season, you got to have it serviced by professional. Let Burkhardt do that for you. When it comes to generator sales and service, they're the experts. acpromise.com acpromise.com Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at bobbyabears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant so good hurricane season seems a long way off but now it's time to get ready for it hi eric asher once again talking about my friends at burkhardt air conditioning and heating demand for generators is higher than ever don't get left in the dark talk to burkhardt now about a generac automatic standby generator be at the front of the line for your generac generator this year when the power goes out you keep the lights on as well as your refrigerator and ac don't wait Talk to Burkhardt now about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Until America sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. 
We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or Dave me at insagency.com. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Marketing your business on social media these days can be a real challenge. Knowing the difference between a boost and a post or a click and a like can make your head swim. Plus the time and attention you lose from, you know, actually running your business. But don't worry, Cumulus Media is here to help. Our turnkey social media marketing options help you reach more than 1.1 million active users in the metro area on Facebook and Instagram and turn them into your customers. Contact us today to get started at NolaCumulusCares at Cumulus.com and ask about our Plus 20 special. All hit all the time. Let's go commercial free. Even though saying we're going commercial free is technically a commercial for this station. When I say commercial free, I mean no commercials from our sponsors. But saying that is still a commercial of sorts, just to be clear. Okay, now I'm confused. Let's go commercial free. Except for this message about how we're going commercial free. Maybe commercials about going commercial free just need a Snickers. Snickers satisfies. Shop JCPenney's Friends and Family Sale now through Sunday and make way for Father's Day. Save big with an extra 30% off coupon and up to 50% off across the store. Score the hottest styles, plus find the perfect gift for your guy. Get select grilling tools, novelty gift sets, and more for 50% off. Or make Dad's Day with select Levi's Summer Apparel now 30% off. Get ready to celebrate one rad dad with JCPenney. Offers and coupon valid through 613. Some exclusions apply. Levi's excluded from coupon. Levi's offer ends 620. See store or jcp.com for details. Well, I can promise you this 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 show's not going commercial free. It's how we pay the bills. <laughs> That's for sure. Hey man, congratulations to Chris Paul last night. 17 points, 15 assists. Uh I think he's the first player to do that with three different teams. Uh just a uh I mean just outruns father time. Uh you guys know I'm a big Chris Paul fan and uh and continue to be uh, and uh, and pulling for both Monty Williams and Chris Paul uh, to win, be able to win the NBA championship. Uh, they beat Denver last night, and uh, Paul was spectacular. I mean, I, I said it at the beginning of the season. I said it in the offseason. You wish that, again, the Pelicans would have been able to afford him, but then you go back and you look at the salaries for both, um, for both um, uh, Adams and Bledsoe and even throw in J.J. Redick. And if you if you you bite the bullet for a Chris Paul, I'm not saying you wear the Phoenix Suns are right now because they were a little further along in terms of again the youth on that team and, and really putting together uh, some really quality young players that had a a year or so under their belt. Uh, but they would have been in the playoffs and they would have been a much better team. Uh, Chris Paul again uh, uh, making uh, history uh, last night with the Phoenix Suns. All right. Uh, Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, and uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Coming up in the second hour, Lenny Van Gilder is going to join us for a few minutes. We'll talk LSU uh, baseball, and then uh, we'll finish up with Ali Cassell talking a little bit about the NBA playoffs and, of course, the Pelicans. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. I've been running, friend. 
what you say there, Eric. Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Two of Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Take us anywhere with the iHeartRadio app or the TuneIn Radio app. Listen online at Nash FM 106.1 or ericasher.com. The podcast on all the major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base. Uh, but check us out on all the, all the major podcasting platforms. And, of course, tonight on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, I'm, bo- I'm joined by Crescent City Sports' own and also right here at 106.1 on All Access. Jude Young joins us on the program. Uh, tonight at 6 on LAE, 10 o'clock on the Deuce, 
tomorrow night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television. 10 o'clock on LAE, Saturday, 2 a.m. at uh, on the Deuce. And then back at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, always at ericasher.com. And always on our social media platforms, at eric underscore asher on Twitter, eric asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, and uh, don't forget on the WLAE TV YouTube page. Uh, today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill. Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurants, and don't forget about Mambo. This half hour is brought to you by Mambo's uh, 411 Bourbon Street, three floors of the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Uh, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest, incredible cocktails. I'm telling you right now, uh, if you want to see some mixologists throw down a great cocktail, you go to one of the Oceana family of restaurants. Uh, at, at Mambo's, three floors of, of, of bars, Plus, again, uh, serving area where you can sit down, have a cocktail, you can eat. Uh, also, you can dine an authentic French ranch called a courtyard. There's a Bourbon Street balcony for you to dine on and have cocktails. And, yes, Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Uh, it's an amazing, the sight lines. It's really so beautiful up there as well. Uh, it's the perfect night out uh, for a, a romantic getaway, uh, maybe friends, family, uh, your next event you can have there as well. Uh, remember, open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Uh, you can order online uh, for delivery. Check out their entire menu. Check out the, the restaurant as well online at mambonola.com. And uh, when you finish up there, go right next door. The hideout bars, right next door to Mambo's. They got great food, drinks, live music, authentic French Quarter courtyard. I mean, you can make a night of it just right there on Bourbon Street with, again, Mambo's and the hideout bar. Uh, make, your next, make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's and the hideout bar, part of the Oceana family of restaurants. All right, man, I'll tell you what, uh, really a, a fast, wild, and woolly uh, uh, first hour. If you missed any of it, you can check us out on, 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 a, on, the, uh, on the podcast. But just uh, quickly before we go to Lenny Van Gilder, uh, it looks like we're going to be going to a, a 12-team college playoff within the next few years. Uh, and uh, we got into a lot of that in, in, in the first hour on how that's going to work. Also, uh, it, uh, the Louisiana legislature has passed the most wide-open sports betting bill uh, in, in the South and possibly in the nation. Uh, I mean, it's amazing, again, how wide open this bill is. And uh, you should be able to start betting on, on sports by the fall. Governor expected to sign the bill. Also, Kevin O'Sullivan pulled his name out of consideration for the LSU head coaching job. Uh, Pat Casey continues to be the front runner there. Uh, so a lot going on today uh, here in New Orleans and across Louisiana when it comes to sports and also a little bit of politics as well uh, as we go forward. All right, let's, let's bring on Lenny Van Gilder of CrestedySports.com. Uh, he does a fantastic job, the go-to guy for everybody in this town when it, when it comes to uh, the college baseball. And uh, he joins us now to talk a little bit about the uh, LSU Tigers and the upcoming Super Regional with, um, with Tennessee. Lenny, how are you? I'm, I'm good, Eric. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing like fantastic, Lenny. Great, Thank, great, great, great day today. A lot of stuff happened, a lot of good things happening as well. And, uh, man, Lenny, I just have to ask you this because you, you, you're a baseball aficionado. Did you see what happened last weekend coming? I could have seen it, yeah. I mean, look, I wrote the story last week, and I think we maybe even touched about it last week, about, you know, how obviously what happened with Mike Martin in Florida State two years ago where they, you know, where they got on a run and went to Omaha. And, and, and Southern Miss and Corky Palmer's last year, he had announced his retirement late in the season, you know, and they got on a run and, and went to Omaha. So the precedent was certainly there. And, you know, one of the things that kind of stood out to me going into the weekend is Paul Maneri said, you know, that he's never faced any of these teams. And that can work both ways, okay? You've got that, you know, while maybe you don't know a lot about the, the people you're playing, you know, they know a lot about you and the, 
mystique, if you will, that uh, is associated with the LSU name. And uh, look, what, I think what we saw last weekend. I mean, look, they were you know they were one pitch away from being two and two and out. Okay, they had to go extra innings to to take the four seed Central Connecticut, who was a a pretty doggone good four seed as it turned out, losing losing a three run game and a you know and a one run game in extra innings. Uh but, you know, then you know, then they started to get some things going and I think they started to, you know, to feel some confidence and um you know, you were in, you were going to need to swing the bats to do it. You were going to need to get some performances from people you had not gotten performances from. And I think one of those guys, you know, we talk about uh, you know, what we saw out of the bullpen and, you know, some, you know, the depth of the, the pitching that managed to step up and some of these guys coming back on short rest, but, but don't discount, you know, the eight innings and 120 pitches that AJ Labus gave you in that, uh, you know, in that third game against Gonzaga uh, to set you up for the regional final where you didn't have to, you didn't have to go deep into the staff in that game. Cause he took a punch early and could have been, you know, could have been knocked out of the game. And, um, you know, that, that, is very underrated in my mind in terms of what this team was able to accomplish to come mm-hmm. out of the loser's bracket. With that said, let's talk a little bit about what's going to happen up in Tennessee this weekend, the Knoxville Regional. Tigers going up to Tennessee. Again, they got swept by Tennessee in three very, very close games. One of those games was a rain delay in which, again, the next day, the, again, they ended up losing another game. That, that final game was only eight innings. Uh, but talk about this matchup. Well, I think you look at, at a series that if you, you talk to the people in the know, this was a series that, you know, could have turned, you know, had LSU gone in and won two out of three in that series, and, and they got walked off twice and lost the other game three to one. So that gives you an idea how close that series was. Uh, had they won that series, won two out of three, I think it could have been, you know, a lot different season for this LSU baseball team. You might have been talking about a team that uh, – you know, that would have been playing at home last weekend instead of being on the road as a three seed. Uh, I think it had the potential to, you know, to do that. That's where things started to kind of go, you know, awry early in conference play. It was the second series of the conference season. They'd lost two out of three at home to Mississippi State, who was, I believe, second in the nation when they when they came to Baton Rouge opening weekend. But LSU had won the third game, you know, and and then, then that happens. And look, this is a Tennessee team. They, they've earned what they've gotten this year. But this is a Tennessee team without a lot of history. It hasn't been to the Super Regionals or the Omaha in 16 years. I mean, they have gone through a slew of coaches up there trying to, you know, find a way to get things right. And uh, apparently, you know, Tony Vitello, if they can hang on to him, you know, might be that guy. So, um, you know, but that, you know, people didn't expect that. And then Vanderbilt came in here the next week and swept LSU again. No surprise of what they have, and that's you know you you can also say this that LSU was really really tested in SEC play, but they dug themselves a big hole that they were trying to climb out of early on in SEC play, being one and eight after three weeks, and you know you you, you take that away, and it's a team that went twelve and nine the last seven weekends in in conference play, uh, so uh, you, you think about. You know what? You know what might have been there if you go. If you go get, just say you get two out of three in in Knoxville, for instance. Okay, it, for for argument's sake, even if you did nothing else, you're 15 and 15 at that point. And chances are, it's going to change. Uh, you know, change the mindset of this club. Where you probably go get. You know, you get one or two more along the way. Then you're then you are looking at the possibility of being a you know regional hoster. You might have been that. You might have been that at worst that two seed that hosted like South Carolina did this year. 
Lenny, when you when you look at how these teams match up, how do they match up? Uh, again, uh, what's the edge in terms of the pitching staff, uh, fielding, hitting? Break that down for us. Well, I, I'll say this. Um, you know, again, right right now, you know, I think the way teams are playing right now, I, I think momentum has certainly got to sit on LSU's side. The way you know the way they finished, and you know the intangibles, if you will, probably sit on LSU's side because you're dealing with you know, uh, a program staff that has been there and done this. They know what it's like. Now, do they know what it's like to play a Super Regional on the road? No, LSU has not done that since 2002 against Rice. So that is a little bit different, it, you know. Uh, but they've certainly gotten to this point of the season. Uh, you know, the, not not necessarily this particular group of players, but certainly this staff. And there are some guys that are still around, you know, from – from those teams. So, you know, that's, that's a big thing in my mind is that, you know, the intangibles uh, certainly play uh, in LSU's, you know, in LSU's favor. Uh, you know, when it comes to, you know, Tennessee, in the, now home field advantage, I'm going to be interesting to see what the ballpark uh, looks like in terms of fans. This, you know, hearing about the ticket demand up there kind of reminds me on a lesser scale of, you know, what we had 20 years ago this month when we had Tulane and LSU at Zephyr Field with the demand yes. of tickets, you know, and the interest here. Because obviously now you've LSU fans, some of them got there. God bless them. You know, you, you heard them in Eugene, you know, 2,400 miles away. They they made it there, okay? Uh, and, you know, their, their time sounded like it was probably 50-50 for some of those LSU-Oregon games. Now, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, you know, this weekend in terms of that. Now, Tennessee's got to give the LSU 600 game requirement, and this isn't a terribly big ballpark, three, 4,000 seats. So, um, you know, depending on what else they can, you know, they can get in there and, you know, get, you know, get some things, and they've allotted for some students and stuff. But it's a, it's a much smaller ballpark than, you know, a lot of the ones that you see in the SEC. And, and I, you know, that's – what is what is that – home field advantage going to look like how many you know lsu people will find a way you know to get themselves in the building mm-hmm. what's that what's that percentage going to be like in terms of a in terms of a home field advantage yeah i think at this point when you start talking about hitting pitching that you know those those kind of things uh you know you've seen these guys enough this isn't like you're playing a non-conference team or anything like that you've certainly seen them you've played them in the regular season these guys know each other um you know, obviously what you saw, you know, that was, you know, what was that now? Ten weeks ago, 11 weeks ago when these two mm-hmm. teams actually played. Uh, so the, these teams are not necessarily in the same state at this point. Uh, but, you know, certainly I think LSU's got to feel better about its pitching than maybe it did a week ago. Uh, it's even got to feel better about some of the things about its offense than it did mm-hmm. a week ago. If we were sitting here doing this now and say, Let's assume LSU wins, and let's look ahead to LSU-Tennessee. I think you would have automatically made Tennessee a prohibitive favorite. I don't think that's necessarily the case anymore. In my mind, I view this as a toss-up. One team could go in and sweep this thing. Of course, it's the best of three series. It's really a crapshoot. But I really see this as a 50-50 type of series that I would expect to go three games. Uh, do you expect them to, to pitch Marcel on either Sunday or Monday or Saturday? That's a great question. I haven't seen anything specific about LSU's pitching plans as of this point. You, you can't blame Paul Maneri for trying to keep that close to the vest. Um, 
you know, here's the thing. Marceau would have thrown a bullpen on Tuesday, okay, that based on the fact that, hey, LSU would have been a one regional and, you know, looking ahead to him pitching on Friday, he would have thrown his bullpen on Tuesday. He basically threw that maybe a little bit more than he would have liked to a day early, and now you're playing a day later. So now you're talking about, you know, but this, had this series started on Friday, maybe Marceau does a pitch on Friday. With the series starting on Saturday night, I don't think it's out of the question that he goes in game one. I think you'd like to line it up in a way because, again, you're talking, you want to make sure you get your best two chances to win out there in games one and two. Certainly, Marceau is one of those two. I'm not sure who two is right now. I really don't know. I don't know whether it's Mikhail Hilliard or it's A.J. Labus. Uh, you know, Labus had been the number two guy for, you know, a lot of the, you know, the second half of the season, although he, you know, he, he stumbled a bit down the stretch. Um, but I think he showed you something in that, in that start against Gonzaga. Uh, you know, Hilliard had the had the one bad inning against Central Connecticut, but otherwise was pretty good. You know, and they let him go the one inning in the, uh, um, you know, in the in the championship game Monday night. So uh, that'll be the interesting one in my mind to see how they line it up in terms of two and three. Final question for you, not to do with the regional, but again to do with the coaching search. Kevin O'Sullivan has put his name out of consideration. Uh, Pat Casey seems to be the favorite here. Your thoughts? I'm gonna be interested to see if he takes it first of all, and does, and then the the other, you know, gorilla in the room, so to speak, is this. If Pat Casey is the hire. How is this going to get played in in Baton Rouge, considering the circumstances that surrounded the end of Casey's career at Oregon State mm-hmm. with the uh, with the pitcher Heimlich, who, uh, yep, you know, who had the. Uh, you know, had the the, the was involved in child uh, molestation you know, involved of a uh, of a family member. Yeah, and uh, you know, considering what the LSU athletic department and LSU as a university has just been through in the last six months, and uh-huh. they're obviously not beyond it by any means, but what they've sure. been through and and the in the history going back, I think, you know, while while again, I've heard some things that this was not. A Pat Casey decision. This was an administrative decision, and anything to, you know, to decide to suspend him on his own and not use him, you know, could have been, you know, could have set them up for a lawsuit, perhaps. But it look, you know, court of public opinion is as strong as, uh, you know, any court of law when it comes mm-hmm. to when it comes to a situation like this, as, as yes. you and I both know. So. And that, while, again, that was one of those names that as started thinking about, okay, who should be on this list of candidates, Pat Casey's your Kim Mulkey out there, okay? Three mm-hmm. national championships, the only person right. who's you know, still in the game right now, basically not in the game, but that closely removed from the game. I guess, you know, you know Skip's, Skip's still living and he's got five national championships. Okay, right. you could say that, but it's, that you know that's not happening, okay? Uh you know, Pat, Pat Casey's 62. He's only a year younger than Maneri, okay? Mm-hmm. Is this, you know, uh, how, how long, if, if, if this is the case and you can you can manage all of the things from the PR side and Casey's your guy, I don't think I'm talking about five years, years off to, uh, right. you know, to someone else or, or, or what, you know? And, you know, so, and look, as people from the West Coast, you know, has it worked before? Where you look at, you know, Augie Garrido to Texas, certainly mm-hmm. that was a, 
you know, that turned out to be a, a great move. So um, let's see, you know, I'm, I'm still not 100% sold on, on this. Uh, and again, I don't, I'm not sure who the, uh, you know, who it would be let, you know, with, with, with Sully out. And if, uh, you know, let's, let's say Casey decides to, uh, to punt or vice versa. And, you know, I, I don't know who's, is it, is Cliff Godwin the next person on the list? I, I don't know where they're, uh, you know, where they would turn their radar at right. that point. Lenny, always appreciate the time, my friend. How can folks follow you on social media? Yeah, check us out. Of course, check out CrescentCitySports.com mm-hmm. for all the latest that we have on, you know, so many things going on in the world of sports. Uh, and uh, you follow me on Twitter, at Lenny Van Gilder. You can get the... Uh, just random thoughts about uh, about anything going on out there in the world of uh, you know world of sports, but certainly I will uh, this time of year. I'll certainly chime in on college baseball quite a bit. Absolutely, thank you, Lenny. Appreciate your time as always. All right, thank you, Eric. That's uh, Lenny Van Gilder. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. In the market for a new system, ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. Ask about uh, uh, financing as well. At Burkhardt, they're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. And, of course, the service after the sale as well. Not there just to sell you a system and never see you again. Always there again to make sure, again, you're taken care of. For a company you can trust when it comes to a brand-new system for your home, uh, or again, an energy-efficient system which will save you money on your electric bill, keeping that house cool, Think Burkhart, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. Now is the time to get a new job. Express Employment Professionals never charges job seekers a fee and has more than 35,000 job openings with high demand in construction, driving, logistics, and administrative jobs. Find a location near you at ExpressPros.com or on the Express Jobs app. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenueharahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 305- Four seven nine two. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. 
Oceanic Grill, bourbon at Conti and the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceanic Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceanic Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Perry's Sports Bar and Grill, located at 5252 Veterans Boulevard, offers amazing lunch specials starting at $6, seven days a week. But it doesn't stop there. Perry's offers a full menu until the late night, or should we say the early morning hours. Enjoy catching your favorite sports teams on over 20 big screen TVs. Featuring NBA, MLB, NFL sports packages, happy hour 11 to 6 Monday through Friday. Come visit us at Perry's Sports Bar and Grill. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Look, I'll just tell you right now, you're heading out on the road. Look, people have been locked in their homes for a year. They want to get out. They want to go on day trips. You want to go on vacation. Before you do any of that, bring your car over to Southern Tire. Let them give you that quality uh, a check on your vehicle. Make sure everything is working correctly. So, again, when you take it on the road, you don't have any problems. Uh, check out your tires. If you need tires, again, they got ASC certified technicians, latest diagnostic equipment uh, that, that in the industry, and uh, they'll get you ready for the road. They'll get you ready for the road. Uh, again, uh, that's, that's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Uh, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 504-737-1558 or go to southerntire.com. You want to go on a company you can trust when it comes to your vehicle. Give you a peace of mind of knowing, again, when you bring the vehicle over there, they're going to fix what, it, what, it, what needs to be fixed correctly, do it right the first time, and not worry about them trying to gouge you. You'll never have that problem over at Southern Tire. You can trust the Piazza family when it comes to your vehicle. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. It's the reason why people have been going there since 1972. The quality work they do and the trustworthiness of, again, the, uh, the uh, family and the company that it is, Southern Tire. All right. Uh, we're going to be joined by Ali Cassell after our next break. But let's head to the, to the uh, phone lines, 260-1061. Jack has been so kind to call us back. He's from River Ridge. Jack, how are you, bud? Eric, what's going on? Not too much, bud. Good day. Good day in Louisiana. I can say that. Good day in Louisiana. Yeah, the faster they can get it done, the better, man. Looks like it'd be three weeks. As as I, again, this has been so wild and woolly today in terms of again all the information that's coming in. I've I read about seven different pieces on this from around the state, and the latest is if if the governor signs it as expected, they might be able to get the the beginnings of this open running up and running with sports betting within three weeks. Eric, the only thing I heard that I didn't like, I heard somebody said that the um. They were going to hold the licenses for, 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 the, for the, you know, for, for the entities that are already in the state. You know, they, they weren't going to immediately open Yahoo and whoever else wants it. Yeah, well, know? again, the, yes, you're right. The, 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 one, the, the, the first dibs go to casino racetracks because they already have the licenses and supposedly, again, uh, are, are physically ready for sports betting at those particular locations. Now, if they turn the licenses down, then the licenses open up for, like, truck stops, video poker, uh, et cetera. Uh, and, of course, all are going to have mobile apps. All are going to have websites. And the Louisiana Lottery is going to have these kiosks. Uh, which again can go into pretty much any 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 of their their uh, any of their retailers uh, that you can be a walk in and and, and place a bet as well. It'll be about a thousand terminals for the uh, for Louisiana lotteries uh, for the, in order to do this. 
they're not going to let the national uh, daily fantasy sports companies in it. I'm not sure of that. I'll tell you what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to f- try to get a legislator on uh, that can explain everything to us from A to Z. I'm going to see if I can get that done for tomorrow uh, after Mike Mazan comes on and before George comes on. I'm, I'm going to effort that tomorrow. But, um, it, look, as far as mobile – and website, that wasn't on the original plan here. It was going to be simply, again, uh, you had to go to the racetrack or you had to go to a, a casino in order to place your bet. So this is this is much more far-reaching than, again, they were originally supposed to be. I can remember talking to a guy that's in the industry, uh, a, a, an avid listener to our program, and uh, and he was telling me about New Jersey and some of the other, other states, and that's the direction we had to go. And even, uh, again, at the time, he didn't think we were going to go in that direction, and we have. And, uh, Eric, I'm not a big college baseball fan, but I did I did hear Mike Pazan say that he thought LSU might be better off going in the loser's bracket. So props to him. He got the big <laughs> call. Every blind squirrel, my friend. Hey, hey look, um, uh, about, about the playoffs, Eric, I don't care if they put all 130 teams in the playoff. It doesn't matter to me. Right. But, but my question is, do you think the people who have been pushing for the playoffs are going to be any happier when they see three or four FTC teams in the in the in the uh, tournament, along with two or two or three Big Ten teams in the tournament? Because look, things can change. But I mean, um, I don't think it's an accident that it looks like they put this off until they're hoping Saban retires. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, well, that's he's not going to happen. He's already he's already in the contract until he's seventy seven. Seventy seven. Do you think that the people pushing for this just want a, a, um, more of the piece of the pie, or do you think they actually think they can be competitive? Look, I think it's all about money. It's always about revenue, okay? And, and again, they're leaving revenue on the table. It's also about, again, a made-for-TV. It's going to get. It's going to be exciting. We know what March Madness has done for uh, college basketball. You see what now again, even with the regional play and super regional play, has done for co- for college baseball. They're leaving a lot of that on the table. Uh, look, I would hope that. And look, it's going to happen. And you and I both know this. There's going to. They're going to look at this, and the top teams from the top conferences are going to fill a lot of those spots. But there's going to be an opportunity for some of these group of five or the smaller conferences that, if they're having a great year, they can get in the tournament. And look, anything can happen on. Any any given Saturday uh, when, when, you're in, when you're in one of these tournaments like this. So, look, I think the emphasis is probably on the money, but uh, at the same time, maybe again with a wink and a smile trying to open up things for the smaller universities or the group of five. Yeah. I mean, Eric, I think there's a, there's a difference. Like I said, I don't care. They can put all the teams in. I think there's a difference. I think baseball has a, has a random a- aspect to it. You know, you're right. If your pitcher's having a good day and the other and the other pitcher can't find a strike zone, you can beat anybody. I don't think that happens in football. I don't think it happens in basketball. True. <laughs> uh, well, it, in the NCAA, it, it kind of does because it's a one game. It's a one game series. You know, it's a one game and done thing. It's not, it's mm-hmm. not a series like in the NBA. So right. But, but anyway, because I mean, to me, it's just it's just a money grab. But that's fine. I mean, that's what they want to do. Hey, it's more football, and and again, it gives more teams an opportunity to be involved. I never did like uh, the fact that they that they that you know they had not expanded over the last few years when it was pretty obvious that again you needed to expand somewhat. And I like the twelve team format. Oh, so Eric, I'm gonna let you go. But the uh, so, so okay, with twelve teams, 
Are you going to have a couple of teams playing in? Is that what the deal is? Because, I mean, that, that's um, The really proposal great. calls for the six highest-ranked conference champions and the six remaining highest-ranked teams, as determined by the College Football Playoff Selection Committee, to participate. So, right, the, the, again, it's, a lot of it has to do with the rankings, like it is now. But the CFP Selection Committee will take the sixth highest remaining uh, uh, ranked teams, and they'll determine who they are. Right. Well, I guess they'll figure it out later. But all I'm saying is, like, if you have six games, that would leave you with three teams. That, you know, you know what I mean? You, you don't have mm-hmm. three. It doesn't really work out. It, it, you know, it have to be uh, 16 or 8. You know what I mean? Unless they right. give somebody a bye. Um, trying to see if there was uh, there's a buy here. I, 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 I don't think so. I don't think there's a buy for anyone here. Um, no, no, there is a buy. There is a buy for, again, uh, must be the top-ranked teams because the Notre Dame and Independence are not eligible for a buy because they cannot win a conference title. So the teams that must win the conferences must have an opportunity to get a buy. Like I said, I'm sure they'll work this out. And they, they're yep. thinking, what, three years from now? Is that what it is? They're thinking, yeah, they, they've, got, they've got under contract contractual obligations with the Bulls and, and, their, and, their, and their supporters. When you lose four to ten Bulls, they, they're going to fall off. So they, they've, they've got to satisfy those, and then they'll figure out what's going on. It's probably going to be 24, 24, 25 season, but some are shooting for 2023. Eric, thanks for taking my call. Have a good Always day. a pleasure, my friend. Thanks for the call. All right. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you again by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, uh, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted number one restaurant by, by TripAdvisor in Metairie, and, of course, a place where you can enjoy a, a fantastic meal. Uh, a mouth-watering menu that has something for everybody. Look, amazing cocktails. I'm telling you right now, amazing cocktails. Great beer selection for you and 30-plus TV screens. Look, you're going for a place to we're going to a place to watch a ball game. Bobby Bears is perfect because again, you've got fans that are in there that are enjoying the games. Thirty plus TV screens, and you'll never miss a play. They even even have TVs in the bathroom, literally in the bathroom. Blew my mind when I'm walking in the bathroom and the, the TV's on, and you're not missing a play. If you're a memorabilia buff, second to none in terms of the memorabilia. It's incredible. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is a unique combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Fantastic food, great drinks, great ambiance. What are you waiting for? Get on over to Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Look, you'll find everything you need to know at bobbyabears.com. You can order online for delivery. Check out their menu. They're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, so good. We'll be right back. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. 
That's Mambo's Cajun Creole Cuisine at its finest. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. Daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, this is Jack Rizzuto, inviting you to our all-new delicious pizzeria in Gretna on the West Bank. At Rizzuto's Pizzeria, you'll enjoy incredible Neapolitan-style pizza and delicious family recipes that have been in our family for years, like our delicious meatballs. Our restaurant offers both dine-in and take-out and features a family-friendly atmosphere. Plus, you'll love our specials, like our wine Wednesday and steaks on Thursday. For the best pizza on the West Bank, it's Rizzuto's Pizzeria, 2020 Belchase Highway in Gretna. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-747-6699. That's 1-800-747-6699. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-747-6699. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Curry, Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. Don't forget about the hideout bar as well. All are open seven days a week. All are open late. All are ready for you right now to serve. Again, it's the Bobby It's uh, the um, Oceana Family of Restaurants. All right, let's uh, head to the guest line. A little bit late. My apologies. Uh, joining us in the program now, Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights. Ali, how are you, bud? I'm doing great, Eric, and no worries. Well, Ali, I'll tell you what. First of all, can, can I give some props to Chris Paul? How, how <laughs> incredible of a performance was that last night? I, I, you know, everybody that's watched him here in New Orleans knows exactly what type of player he is because we had him here in the city during his prime. So seeing his career kind of not unfold the way you want to, right? He hasn't even gotten uh, very far in the playoffs, uh, in the, no NBA finals. But 
as an individual player, he's amazing. He might go down. I think he should go down as one of the top five players at his position at point guard. Mm-hmm. His ability to distribute, Eric, in that game number two was was on full on evidence. Right, the display. That was a fifteen points or seventeen points, fifteen assists, zero turnovers. Mm-hmm. That's a heck of a game for anybody, but let alone for a thirty six year old. It's just amazing. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, that series now goes back to Denver. Uh, your, your thoughts? Do you think uh, Denver will, will, will pull back even, or is this a situation where Phoenix is rolling? You know, I think Mike Malone's trying all the stops by uh, getting his team motivated for calling him soft <laughs> several times, but I'm mm-hmm. not sure it's going to work. Michael Porter's got to be healthy, Eric. He's got to give them 25 points. If he doesn't, you know, I, you don't have faith in Will Barton, who's just come off an injury, to be able to play, you know, full 30 minutes and give you 20-plus points. So it's got to be Michael Porter. It can't just be – Jokic, the big guy in the middle that won the MVP. And uh, I think it's a tall order. I don't expect them. Maybe they could win a game. Maybe they'll get, you know, amped up enough in front of their mm-hmm. home uh, home crowd for game three. But Phoenix, they're playing too well, Eric. We've seen in two games. It's not just yeah. Chris Paul. It's not just Devin Booker. They've got a complete good starting five. And they've got three guys off the bench that I like, too. So too much firepower, I think, for Denver. They're not going to win more than just one. It's hard for me to watch Utah and, 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 and the Lakers, and I'm old school. People know, again, I, I see that purple, green, and gold quarter note and, and the Jazz and everything else. It's just hard for me to watch it because that was my childhood team. They lead this series against the Clippers 1-0. Your thoughts? I've been a huge fan of Donovan Mitchell since the bubble, since last mm-hmm. uh, season, right before the playoffs started. And what he's done is just basically continued on that same level all through this season. And, of course, in these playoffs, and we saw full evidence last game where they needed him uh, against the Clippers. Even though Utah was up, they had a pretty decent lead uh, in the second half. Clippers came back, and they needed Donovan to put him over the edge, and he did. 32 points in the second half. I think, what, he had 45 for the game. He can score from anywhere. To me, he's a top-10 player in the league right now. I was thinking about it, which 10 players would I want to build a team around based on the way the game's played today, right? you got to be able to score from everywhere, break down your man, get others involved, and just play enough defense. And I feel like Donovan checks all those boxes. And so it's just hard to say other than the fact that I think Utah's going to win this series. I think they've got the team that's going to be able to take down the Clippers because they've been together for X amount of years. Quinn Snyder knows that group. Everybody knows each other's games inside out. And if they get Mike Conley back, I think that's going to be key. I should mention that. But overall, they got the best defender in the league, right? Coming off another yes. defensive player of the year award, Rudy. And when you've got Donovan on the outside and you've got all those shooters, it's, going to, it's a team that you just can't see losing four times in the series, at least not to the Clippers for me. Did you see this uh, Brooklyn-Milwaukee series going like it is? I mean, as uh, that Brooklyn's been able to handle Milwaukee as easily as they have uh, up 2-0? It's been easily the biggest disappointment. I mean, I know we saw what the Lakers not get past the first round. Miami gets swept by Milwaukee. Portland loses this kind of weaker Denver team. But the way Milwaukee's come out behind Giannis, two-time MVP, and they've just simply been outplayed in every facet in two games is just embarrassing when they've already gone through, right? Outside of Drew Hawley, who was just recently added, those guys, the core knows disappointment. They know playoff disappointment. And the fact that, you know, Brooklyn's has really handed it to them without James Harden, it's embarrassing. So, yeah, that's been the biggest surprise and disappointment to me. And I'll tell you what, Milwaukee's going to have to step up in game three. They're going to really have to change the course of that series through the play yes. of their three stars, not just Giannis, but Chris Milton. He's got to make some shots. And Drew's mm-hmm. got to make an impact, a bigger impact than what he normally 
you know, he likes to sit back and kind of coast those 15 points to play good defense. But all those three stars from Milwaukee have to step up because Durant, Irving, they're the real deal. They're not going to back up. That team's going to score 120-plus points a game, it looks like. So Milwaukee's got to rise up to the challenge. Finally, Philadelphia uh, evens it up with Atlanta after Atlanta really dismantled them in the first game. Your thoughts on that series? I was I favored Philly simply because they have the best player, right? Joel Embiid. He seems to be able to get you 40 and 20 every night, and he plays on both ends. And, you know, they, they made it close. Atlanta, I thought that was going to be an easy win for Philly, but they made it close there in the second half before Philly pulled away. But Philly's going to have to play well because Trey Young, I think we're seeing kind of what Donovan Mitchell did a year ago. He, he's ascending. We saw it against the Knicks. Okay, it was the Knicks. But now that he's doing it again, and Philly did it in game one to where they stole that game in Philly was impressive. But now you feel like the odds are just stacked against them. Uh, they just lost DeAndre Hunter, who I think is invaluable to that team. So they're going to really have to rely on Gallinari, Bogdan, um, Bogdanovich, or Bogan Bogdanovich. I always get those guys screwed up. Uh, right. John Collins and, and the rest of those guys. they got to make some shots around Trey Young to keep that floor spread for him. If they can't, then they're going to have an impossible time because Joel Embiid, Atlanta doesn't have a stopper. Even though Capella's a good guy, good defender, that is, they can't slow down Joel, and that's going to be probably the difference. Let's shift to the Pelicans. Look, uh, I get I get emails every day about, again, what direction they should go uh, when it comes to this draft. Uh, what, what are you looking for? Uh, is this a draft where, again, they stay put, that they, they, they make the pick, maybe they try to move up because they have so many other assets in terms of, of draft picks, especially in the second round? Uh, and, and if so, what type of player are they looking for? I think undoubtedly they have to try and move up, especially with all those second-rounders. There might be just one second-rounder I'd want them to use, and of course it would be that first one at number pick 34. Because once you fall past that, Eric, I don't feel like there's anybody that's really going to help you, especially in the, uh, you know, right, right at the outset. They need somebody that can shoot or defend or rebound or you know, fill in like one of these keyholes. So best bet is you move up. And I, I, there are some players that I really like. You know, we've talked about uh, – Franz Wagner, Kispert, uh, Moses yes. Moody's a good one, Davion Mitchell. There's a few others that I think we should mention now on your show that are really good shooters that I think would help and are kind of flying under the radar in 3 and D guys. And number one guy for me, Chris Duarte. He's out of Oregon, shoots well over 40%. Mm-hmm. He's a good defender, can guard multiple positions. Um, if not him, there's a guy out of Oregon named Kessler Edwards, or excuse me, out of Pepperdine. Pepperdine, and then uh, Trey Murphy out of Virginia. So there's shooters, uh-huh. but they're going to be going kind of late in the first round. Um, you, the only guy you'd probably want to reach for is Duarte if the Pelicans stay at number 10. But, of course, if they move up, if there's any chance they can move up, they should do it. It's a top-heavy draft, right? Top five picks are easily clearing away the best players, and after that, it's kind of a crapshoot. Um, but you can find some stuff to plug holes, like I said. The Pelicans, they've got to improve that shooting, Eric, without a doubt. I mean, bottom nice. five last season – we knew the year before was kind of lucky, but you've got to open up those lanes for Zion and B.I. And the only way you're going to do is get some respectable three-point shooters, and there's some in this draft. When you look at the players that you mentioned, are they plug-and-play? Are they guys that are going to have to acclimate themselves to the NBA to have the strength, the size? Uh, will they be able to come in and be a 3-and-D guy or, or score immediately, or is it going to be like we've seen with like a Jackson Hayes and Nikhil Alexander-Walker? It's going to take some time. No, I'm looking at guys that I think can step right in. I think Duarte is going to be able to step right in. Kispert, same thing. Um, there's, of course, some of the other guys I mentioned would be bigger projects, like Kessler Edwards. Even though he's played three years at Pepperdine, 
small school, kind of not the fanfare. I think he would probably take a couple of years. So, yeah, of course, you've got to consider that fact as well. But I'll tell you what, when it comes to just shooting, you know, we, we saw a lot of these uh, in, in the last draft come out. Even Naismith, who wasn't playing for Boston, uh, taking mm-hmm. a pick right after the Pelicans grabbed Kyra Lewis. He didn't play at first at all, but I'll tell you what, he, he really, you know, played pretty well over the last two and a half months when he was getting the time. So I feel like if the Pelicans could just land in that scenario, that would help them a lot because, you know, injuries are going to happen. Pelicans got awfully lucky with injuries this past year until the final month. So mm-hmm. I think there would be some guys that could help them, even if you don't grab one of the top picks in the draft. And, of course, another question you get every single day, and I get it as well, is um, what is it going to take to bring Lonzo Ball back, and should they bring Lonzo Ball back? Right now I'm in favor of you bringing them back. There aren't any trade snares out there that I think would elevate the Pelicans higher than what, unfortunately, I mean, don't mean maybe say unfortunate, but that Lonzo would do. So I know you don't want to – bring back necessarily the core that, you know, failed to even make the play-in tournament. But I feel like there's upside there in Lonzo still to where I think he's a better fit next to Zion. So I'm not – because basically I'm not confident of Brandon Ingram working out next to Zion. One of those two guys has to either become a leader or mm-hmm. a defender. And it's, it's you're not going to, you know, give up on, on Zion Williamson. He's too great of a talent, right? We see the sure. generational talent in him every time he plays. But Brandon Ingram, I'm not so sure. I didn't see any improvement really out of him last year after the year before. And he talked up a big game over the summer during the offseason about wanting to take next step, having the coaches mm-hmm. push him. And we didn't see it. In fact, I thought I saw his defense really at times look worse. So that can't happen. He's, he's got to really come around. And if he doesn't, well, then I think there's some team that would take a chance on him more so than Lonzo. Plus, it would be friendly on the Pelicans' book. Lonzo's not yes. going to cost the max to bring back. So I'm thinking he's going to get somewhere between 16 and $18 million a year. I've backed off of the $20 million plus talk. I don't think it's going to happen unless New York really strikes out on, say, Kyle Lowry, strikes out on all the, the more veteran point guards out there. Otherwise, you know, then I would go for Lonzo, and then I could see maybe four years, $80 million. But other than that, there's nobody else going to be coming for him because they don't have the money or they just don't need him. Yeah. Uh, next week, we'll, we'll look at, the, again, some of the, the uh, free agents that may be out there, maybe some possible trades the Pelicans can make as we're, you know, we're trying to decipher during this offseason, trying to get better. Tell us about the bird rights uh, and how folks can follow you on social media. Sure. Thanks, Eric. You can catch all of our work over at SB Nation's The Bird Rights. It's all one word, www.thebirdrights.com. Uh, we're going to be diving right into everything we're talking about, draft, free agency, doing the podcast and the articles, and I've already started writing up on basically the needs. we got to address the needs, which we talked on your show today, three-point shooting. But I also think a veteran guard like a Mitch McConnell is necessary. Also a, a long-range shooter at the four and five, uh, like a Trey Lyles or a Mike Scott, somebody along the margins. As always, my friend, I appreciate your time. Again, that's Ali Cassell, the bird rights, uh, at Ali Cassell on Twitter. Again, uh, it's Ali Cassell. Hey, folks, uh, before we, uh, we head to our, our final break, I want to remind everybody about Burkhart and, and tune-ups. In one year, your heating and air conditioning system can run for as many as 2,000 hours. Uh, you need annual precision tune-ups to extend the life of that system. It's going to identify pro- problems, and it's going to keep small repairs from going into major breakdowns. Uh, it'll also help optimize your system's efficiency, which means you're going to save money on your electric bill. Annual tune-up will also maintain your system's warranty, and those warranties require re- regular routine maintenance. Uh, Burkhardt can do that for you. They'll come in and do that multi-point inspection that's pre- performed by their Nate certified technicians. Do you want a company you can trust with a tune-up for your system? Get it done now before we get into the real dog days of summer. 
contact Burkhardt. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home, your business. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon and restaurant. So good. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972, Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory & Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we we provide to our customers. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu, dining one of our dining rooms, in our courtyard, on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Diamonds Direct celebrates the summer of 2021 with a spectacular offer that everyone's loving right now. Five years, zero interest financing on anything and everything. Upgrade her diamond now and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Go ahead, splurge on that designer necklace or those diamond earrings. It's easy with this amazing offer. Pick any item, divide the price by 60, and that's your monthly payment. And no down payment is required. You can even finance the sales tax. People are driving for hours to take advantage of this. You get the unbeatable price Diamonds Direct is famous for, and you spread your payments over five whole years. Imagine a $12,000 designer engagement ring or diamond tennis bracelet, just $200 a month. It's the smartest and easiest way to buy. And doesn't she deserve it? After all that's happened in the last year, don't miss this incredible opportunity. Five years, zero interest financing, now for a limited time, only at Diamonds Direct. Unapproved credit. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside Mall. 
Hi, this is Jack Rizzuto, inviting you to our all-new delicious pizzeria in Gretna on the West Bank. At Rizzuto's Pizzeria, you'll enjoy incredible Neapolitan-style pizza and delicious family recipes that have been in our family for years, like our delicious meatballs. Our restaurant offers both dine-in and takeout and features a family-friendly atmosphere. Plus, you'll love our specials, like our wine Wednesday and steaks on Thursday. For the best pizza on the West Bank, it's Rizzuto's Pizzeria, 2020 Bell Chase Highway in Gretna. All right, folks, thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate it. Uh, I want to thank Alec Gassell. Also, I uh, want to thank uh, Sean Bazan, Lenny Van Gilder, and uh, Gary Smith for joining us on the program. I want to thank Rudy back at the studio uh, for producing. I want to thank our title sponsor for today's program, the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Mambo's, and Old New Orleans Cookery, as well as the Hideout Bar. And, of course, I want to thank you for listening. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow of the sponsors that sponsor our program. Remember, Jude Young joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports coming up next on WLAE-TV. Coming up next here on 106.1 is the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with Kenny Trahan and Michael Green. So stick, it, stick around right here on 106.1. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catching the governor, they all got to go.